Prepare for our cringy new AI created theme song. Digital Marketing Masters is here to talk about AI and digital marketing with your host, Matt Rouse. So, hey, everybody, welcome back to Digital Marketing Masters. Today I've got Ifat Cohen with me, who has been on the show a couple years ago now. It's been a while. Ifat Cohen is a seasoned entrepreneur and engagement marketing expert. She helps entrepreneurs establish trust with prospects and has been in business for over 11 years. Yifat is a Krav Maga practitioner, a lover of geeky things, and enjoys cooking spicy food. She's a traveler and adventurer, but also values her sleep and strong coffee. Now, she focuses on helping high-income experts grow their authority and business through authentic content in just one hour a month. And I think everybody understands that AI is the big new thing. And it seemingly came out of nowhere, even though you and I both know, you know, definitely some of the marketing agencies like ours that try to run pretty lean on on staff. We've been using AI for years, right? Yeah. And and I don't want to get too into the weeds on on how much people have used AI. Like everybody knows that I think everybody knows, at least in the marketing world, that if you know, when you go on Google Maps or Apple Maps, it's an AI that figured out you know, where the path to all the places is and where the traffic is and stuff. It, it just doesn't magically do that. But I think the rise of generative AI and, uh, you know, the GPT style, large mm-hmm. language models, right? Your chat GPT, Bard, you know, Claude from An- Anthropic is coming out. And, you know, there's other ones as well. I think that's what we're talking about here. And I want to be very clear that we're not here to discuss like what's the newest AI news. There's a hundred other podcasts that can tell you that. I want to talk about what we're using now for marketing that's working. Yeah. There's a few tools that I have been using and testing. And it's really funny to see what's coming up because people go like, hey, you're an influencer in this thing. You want to try our stuff and then you want to use it and give us some feedback. And the latest company that I work with, they're trying to come from the B2B it's funny how people describe shit, right? They're coming from the B2B where they in real time look at sports event and kind of like create a commercial or a thing or like grab the exciting moment and replay that. And that's like huge, you know, files and hours and all that stuff. And we find just interesting stuff. They're no different than Munch. You're familiar with Munch, right? Right. So that's Get so, Munch. If get you munch. need to look that's it up, it's Get Munch, yeah. So the challenge with all that stuff, there's two challenges, right? The first one is like shit in, shit out, right? AI doesn't think or doesn't know what to do with the content you give it. So it's just going to do what it does. And if you give it something bad, then the results are going to be really bad, right? So you have to kind of like prompt AI to tell it, I need this in this format and this way. So there's work ahead of time for using AI to get the results you want that people don't think about, right? They're going like, just I'm just going to use this and whatever comes out. Here's my SEO article. Right. So that doesn't work, right? And we know that with videos, specifically with videos, right? When you try right. to create videos that are engaging or are doing stuff, it will cut it in the middle. It will pick the wrong stuff. So shit in, shit out. The second part is we have all these tools, like is it Synthesia that create like those avatars? Yeah, there's, well, there's a few of them now, but that's one of them. There's also right. like DID.com. 
You know, it's funny because I interviewed DID, there is an Israeli company and I interviewed them when they just launched and when they just launched, they were actually talking about face recognition and how to make sure that your face stays private and taking your pictures from all the other sites so face recognition software can't use you. And apparently there wasn't a market for that. They just switched. <laughs> they just did the reverse. <laughs> right? So now we're using people to do that. <laughs> but uh, what's interesting is like with all that stuff and with ChatGPT writing ideas for you and content for you and books for you and all that stuff, how do you become a thought leader if you don't have any leading thoughts to lead with? Right? So if you're always using an avatar or ChatGPT for words or all that stuff, how do you become a trusted authority in the market when it's not you behind it? Absolutely. Right? So, the, right? so these are these two things. And we, we're like right now on the verge of mis- distrust is the default, right? We just, people just don't believe anything they see online because they don't know. Is it GPT? Is it real? Is it fake? Is it, you know, manipulating and stuff? And if you want to become the thought leader using marketing to become the thought leader in your market, using these AI tools might actually work against you because you're going to, not have your own insights, not put your own opinions out there, not be on video because you're using an AI to do that because it's cool and everybody's doing it and it's easier. Right. And you're losing that, right? You're losing... First, before we get back in, I have a couple questions about each of the points that you had. But first, you can 100% trust everything that we say on this podcast. <laughs> you know, AI we generate. try to be as accurate <laughs> as we can be, right? And... And what we're saying is not AI generated. However, there was a use case for the AI. And I was reading the introduction of you as a guest, which if you're listening to this part, you've already heard it. I took that and I used GPT to summarize it shorter. And then I put it into 11 labs to have Ellie read it for the beginning of the podcast. So, but yeah, let's go back to number one. And that was talking about, we were talking about Munch, which is the getmunch.com, right? So what Munch does is you give it a a video, like a wide format video. It doesn't have to be wide format. It could be nine by 16 also or whatever you want. But anyway, it will cut it into the correct size for the social media platform that you're going to use it for. But it will also automatically go through and try, it uses an AI to try and determine where the important bits are and ones that make sense. And it cuts those and then it also subtitles them. And gives uh, you the social uh, post with it. Yes, and it'll give you the social posts, Twitter that. posts, some hashtags. Yeah. One trick that I really like actually with get munch is i take the twitter post that they generate for you and i put it into gpt and i say turn this into a linkedin post or turn this into a facebook post and then it does it it expands on it yeah which works good another thing that you can also do and and we can get more into this process in a second is i like to use the srt file that i generate from the original video that we make Mm -hmm. put that into gpt and then say give me a summary of this video yeah. Right. So that's an excellent way to use that. So anyways, but you were right. If it's apparently this is going to be the kicking off with the swearing episode of Digital Marketing Masters. So make sure your kids are watching YouTube or something. Oh, <laughs> but you fine. know, I have a potty mouth. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. So it's shit in, shit out is what you said, right? Yes. So basically the idea is if you're putting garbage into the system, you're going to get well formatted garbage out of the system, right? And when it comes to number two that you were saying about thought leadership is there's there's two problems with it. 
Number one is you're right. If you're not adding or, you know, modifying the text or the video or whatever it is you're generating with an AI, if you're not adding your creativity and your actual thoughts, then you're just going to get something that is essentially, you know, the consensus of what has been written before. Now, there's also kind of a caveat to that. And I think you'll tell this really easily. If you follow speakers, you know, the the, the Gary Vaynerchuks of the world and, and all the people, not there's anything wrong with the. I love going to see, you know, some of these people. I've even seen Gary speak in person, you know, in New York last time I was there. And they're great, but on socials, they usually tell the same story over and over and over, right? Mm -hmm. It's the same five or six messages repeated. Yeah. Well, you can generate those messages over and over with AI because it's heard them 5,000 times, right? But if you're going to generate anything new, (laughs) now you're in trouble, right? Because it only thinks these six things that you've repeated 7 billion times on Twitter, right? Yes, and marketing is also kind of like you know, you want to stay current with the trends and what's happening and all that stuff. So you see now there's a trend with the green screen where you put an article behind you mm-hmm. and you give your opinion. That's not AI generated, right? So even though they'll take their existing opinions, the six opinions that they want to repeat and use that, you know, the information, the articles that they're seeing to give their opinion, kind of like straighten what they're saying. Right. This, Unless you use that app that super creative. <laughs> That makes those videos for you and generates the script on your behalf for you to read. And so we're getting into a very interesting, you know, territory here because we're marketers. We want to build trust, right? And we want to build a brand that people trust because if you're a brand, right, then the trust factor is right there and people will go to you even if you're charging more or you have more hoops that people need to jump through just because they trust the brand and what the brand promises, Mm -hmm. right? Like... I will buy from Amazon before I buy from anyone else because I know if something happens, I can return it, no problem, right? Everybody else might be issues, right? So there's a trust factor with the brand. And if you're small business or not as big as Amazon and you want to build a brand, but you're only basing it on AI, you're going to have a problem with that. Yeah, I think what you could do is, especially using the generative nature of AI, like if you want it to create articles and and posts and things for you, the most important thing you can do is give it context. And I think there's lots of stuff out there that says, here's some prompts you can try and that kind of thing. But all that stuff, throw it out the window because this is the way that you're going to make it work because we've been doing this for years right? With other AI systems. And now that they're just easier to talk to, it's still the same idea. Okay. I was was speaking to a large group of realtors just a couple weeks ago. We were talking about this process. Okay. If you have something you want to create, let's just say it's a blog post, right? So you're going to write an article that you're going to put on your blog, on your website. You need to go in and you need to give the AI a persona, right? And for starters, right off the bat, use GPT-4. Don't use 3.5, use 4, right? It's smarter. It knows how to do more stuff, okay? Or, you know, the current version of Bard or, you know, whatever. Give it a persona. Let's say from the real estate example, say you are a high-performing real estate agent in, let's say, Austin, Texas. You are going to write an article that X amount of words long and 
Trust me, it won't be exactly what you tell it, but it'll be in the neighborhood, right? <laughs> X article, you know, and it's going to be about this, 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 and this. I also want you to take into account these factors and tell it what those things are. I want you to write it from your point of view, speaking to a potential real estate client. You can even say buyers or sellers or whoever that is, right? So you're kind of identifying who the audience is going to be. Mm-hmm. I want you to write in the style of, and you can put your name, or if you want it in a style of somebody else, or you think your style is similar to someone, you can put that in. And then you can also give a reference material. So you could say, here are three other articles that I've written in the past for you to use as reference material and just paste them in. Here's article one. Here's article two. Paste all that in. Do you understand? You can also say, don't take any action yet. Do you understand? Then it's going to come back and say, this is what I'm going to do for you. This is what you want to take into account. I've read those articles. What do you want me to do now? And you can say, write a 750 word blog post using the information I've provided. It'll give you the blog post. Then you read it. You don't take it out and stick it in Microsoft Word and edit it or whatever. You read it in there. And then you say, in paragraph two, you were talking about selling, you know, selling homes in such and such area. I actually would prefer if you wrote about this area because of X, Y, Z. And now it's going to update that. Now you've got your article. It looks good. Make any changes to grammar, spelling you need to do. I would do it also in there so that it has the final article. Then you go post it to your website. Now, let's say you're using stock photography. You can say, give me the description of a stock photo that would match this post. It will tell you that. You can search that on your stock photography website, right? You can tell it, convert this into a 90-second video Describe the stock video that should be there and the narration. And it'll go with time codes. It'll tell you which stock videos you should put it in. It'll tell you what the narrator should say. Yeah. You could generate that video. Then you can put it into Get Munch, just like we were talking about, and cut it up into pieces. And you can say, create a LinkedIn post in a professional style based on this blog article. Create me the description for an Instagram post based on this art. You do this all in the same chat Mm -hmm. because it has all of that context for you to use. Now you can generate all this content. Everybody used to say, well, you know, the social media people say I need to create like eight posts a day or 50 posts a day. How would I ever do that? Well, now you can do it, right? Now you can do it in minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think when in my world, what people get stuck with the most is these three things. One is time. I just don't have it. Like business gets in the way of making videos about business, right. which is why they outsource. Two is consistency. They didn't take the time. They don't, you know, they can stay consistent. And three is what am I going to talk about? And what AI can do wonderfully for you is give you the ideas of what to talk about help you generate like just Matt, like you just said you create you know 10 pieces of it just schedule them and now mm-hmm. you're consistent and you, you know so monday 9 a.m i'm gonna go in and create the content for the week right and then and what do i talk about you can bring in the news and you can have opinions about the news you can use that to kind of like okay give me content ideas to talk about i think about this kind of like you know star trek computer computer calculate all the ways that we can, you know, avoid the 
asteroids in the way, right? Calculate the fastest path. It will give you the data, but you still need to give it meaning. And what am I going to do with it? And that's where the human brain comes in. And that's where people are like, I'm better with AI, less with AI, right? Just knowing what to do with the data you get. But if you're an expert, you should know what goes in the marketing of your business because that's your business. Right. And when you're getting ideas, use the places you used to use to get ideas, but give those to the AI, right? Right. So if you used to go to Google News and type in, like, let's say you're a financial advisor and you would go to, like, Yahoo Finance or something, whatever it is. Well, just take that page that you used to go to, copy it, paste it in and say, from the perspective of a financial advisor working in the United States with a specialty in XYZ, give me 10 ideas for social media posts or videos. And it'll give you the ideas. And if you don't like them, say, I don't like number three, four, and seven. And then it'll replace them with new ones, right? Yeah. Think about it like talking to a little kid, right? right? You just need to tell it what to do every time. So walk to the kitchen, open the door, take the bread out. Take two pieces of bread, put them on the table. Like just, you have to be super specific Mm -hmm. if you want a peanut butter jelly sandwich and not a tuna melt sandwich, right? Another thing that you can do is if you're asking it to do something maybe a little more complex, like I want you to analyze this table of data and read the following article and then give me insight. What you need to do is add at the end of that, say, work in a step-by-step process or a step-by-step manner and explain each step. And what it's going to do is it'll actually take the step, explain to you, do it. And that seems to make it more accurate. There was a test done. And then let's put a a thing in there. You can go to AutoGPT and it will do all that shit for you. Right. Well, there was a test done where they they were able to increase the accuracy just telling it to work step by step. The thing with working with the models, regardless of whichever one it is, I think the biggest thing is learning how to work with it and understanding what you say and what it's going to give back to you. Mm -hmm. It does take a little bit of time to do that, but it's going to be vital because, you know, I remember when I was a kid, I was learning basic programming where you had to put in like line numbers because, you know, object oriented programming hadn't been invented yet. And you would be like line 10, print this line 20 and you would go from 10 to 20 in case you needed to stick something back into like line 15 later you know you learn the very basics when the system is basic and then when you have a more advanced system later you're going to be really good at using that one right yeah and that's the advantage you're going to need yeah and i want to tell you i don't like the whole scaremongering thing like ai is going to destroy the whole world or whatever it's not going to happen anytime soon But what is going to happen soon is a lot of people are going to lose their jobs, right? By people who know how to use AI. A hundred (laughs) percent. The people who know how to use it are going to keep their jobs. And the people who don't use it are going to wake up one day and their clients are going to be disappearing or their job will be gone or they will be laid off. And it's going to hit the information workers and the management people before it hits your average kind of labor worker right Right. Right. because it's harder to build an autonomous robot than it is to build an autonomous bookkeeper right yeah but if you know how to use the ai to get work done more efficiently to be faster if you know how to work with those systems then you can use those to stay competitive yes and you know at the end of the day it's like we're still talking to humans who want 
the same stuff they wanted, right? So mm -hmm. marketing is still the same. Product is still the same. Offers are still the same. Like people still need to know what's happening in the world. There's still content. It's not like you're going to wake up tomorrow and be like, well, I'm not going to open TikTok right now and look at videos. Right. We still need that kind of stuff. The question is like how we're generating it and you know how are we getting it in front of other people we we all consume content all the freaking time right. <laughs> right it's not like we're like okay i'm not gonna netflix and binge tonight right if i was a writer i would be learning how to use these tools to your advantage because there is nothing stopping especially if you write something sort of generic run-of-the-mill kind of thing i don't know i don't want to disparage writing because obviously as a writer I understand that. I love excellent writing. Yeah. But just like every other industry that's an information worker where there is a set of parameters and you're moving bundles of ones and zeros from one place to another, yeah. and a computer can do that. It can do it better and faster. And once it knows how to do it, it can do it a thousand times a day without stopping, without getting paid. Well, so in, you know, in the late night comedy, you still kind of need human writers. Just be like, quiet, that's the joke. This is what's funny. This is not what's funny. How long, right? That's the question. The question is not, are we ever going to have an AI smart enough to do that? The question is, how long is it going to take? Before we get there. Because it will 100% uh, get there. Like, yeah. I expect that with training GPT-5 with video and audio, they could put Every single, every monologue that's ever yeah. been done. Yeah. Match it with all of the news and social media that was out at that time. And then say, using current events, write this monologue for this person. And I think it'll be able to do it, right? Is it going to be as good? Eh, probably not. But Maybe. we don't know. It's hard to we say. To... Um, well, Bill Maher is, you know, you notice like in COVID, he became like really horrible because he like, could not he can't be funny in front of a motionless camera you can see he's extremely yeah. frustrated that there's not an audience there to get feedback from and now he's doing his show like he does a podcast in the he basically sits in a dark room with like super celebrities gets drunk and high doesn't have any outline to talk about and during the conversation he's like you know i i, I wasn't prepared for this so i don't really have good questions to ask you well it's, <laughs> it goes to show that writers are important but yeah, you've got this in every industry, regardless of what it is. I think in every industry, you've got a bottom percentage of people that maybe they're just going through the motions. Maybe they're just trying to punch the clock and get the paycheck or whatever it is. And I'm not saying it's writers. I'm saying every industry. Yeah. I think those people are going to be out of work. And man, I don't want you guys listening right now to be out of work, right? Like this is important. This is how you make your money. So, so we'll have two things, right? We'll have basic income because we got out. Eventually, they're going to have to because... Yeah, we're going to have basic income. And then we're going to have free time, right? Because it's not going to take as long to produce the stuff that we used to produce. So now the question it's is true, like, okay... But I have a sneaking suspicion. Um, I'm old enough that I remember kind of personal computers coming out. I remember the internet you know, starting. I remember yeah. <laughs> the first cell phones. Like I was working in commission sales selling some of the first cell phones, like Nokia's, right? Back yeah, when Nokia yeah. was around, the right? Bricks. Yeah. And oh yeah, I sold those brick phones and yeah. man, I remember all these things happening and every step along the way, people are like, Oh, this is gonna save so much time. 
everybody's going to just be like leisurely hanging around, working two hours a day kind of thing. And I mean, there's a couple people who do that, but for the most part, <laughs> it does not work out that way. People just kept ending up having to work more. So my hope is maybe I, yeah, that I, at this you point, know. maybe we can get rid of a lot of the nominal kind of work that people don't generally like to do. Some people might, and if you want to do that, go ahead. But I think we need to right now be aware of what's possible. I think, you know, just watch a YouTube video about kind of AI news every couple days and it would take 15 minutes of your time. It's going to be worth it. Trust me. Yeah. Yeah. Have your finger on the pulse a bit and, you know, and, and Especially learn like how local you can work businesses, with right? Mm-hmm. Like local businesses are so afraid of technology. It's a brick and mortar. Someone comes in. I just do this. Yeah. And, and I think it's tough, right? Because I mean, I live in a place with very little technology, right? There's only like 520 people or something in the town that's near me. Yeah. And like having a credit card machine is like high tech where I live, right? (laughs) I mean, we just got fiber internet last year. And I'm just saying like AI could not be further from anyone's mind unless it was like metaverse or like web three. That's like all of these things are foreign to the average business person here, right? Yeah. But when I show somebody the basics of how to use some of the stuff, they're just blown away. They cannot believe the absolute magic that they are watching. And then they, they start to use it, right? And I think it's like that, right? It's it's just like 20 years ago saying, oh, you can list your business on the internet and then people can look you up and then they can come buy stuff from you. And people are like... Their heads are just blowing. And it's going to be the same thing. So let me just say one more last thing. Go ahead. This weekend, I used GPT to act as my therapist. I had Mm -hmm. something coming up and I was like, hey, let me just, you know, help me think through this. And and it was really, really cool. I was like, man, I'm impressed. Even though I need to prompt you along the way, but like, hey, pretty good. So I shared it with a friend of mine who's going through a really bad divorce. And her friends are like, you know, tired of hearing... Okay, that's annoying. Sorry. And her friends are really, you know, they're they're tired of hearing her complain about this. And I was like, and I was like, you know, I just use GPT as like my personal therapist. She's like, GP, what? What are you using? What are you doing? And then, you know, I read some of the answers that it gave me. She's like, man, this is really cool. How do I access it? And I think, you know, in like, if you find this personal connection, not necessarily just business, but other ways of using this AI technology for your whatever you need to deal with you know that day poetry whatever this is not to be considered mental health advice (laughs) it's not (laughs) it's not but when you come into it and you just need you know bouncing idea like a sounding voice right or just venting like one of the great ways that i love using it is when someone sends me an email and i get really annoyed I come to GPD, I write exactly what I want to say in the nastiest, you know, like right. vomit on the page, angry, and then go like, and turn this into a formally friendly email. So it allows me to vent and I come across with my point. In yeah, a very that's a really good way. use because a lot of times I'm like, man, your unpreparedness <laughs> is not my fucking emergency, but exactly. then I got to have it right. You know, well, we need to schedule some time to talk about our deliverables <laughs> and that's hilarious. But you know what? I, and 
you already know this because you and I talked after I did it because I was so excited I had to send it to someone who actually understands AI. That is, we had a company trying to sue us for using an image that we actually used in parody, right? We modified it for use as an April Fool's joke. They found it on our website and they were trying to sue us for it. And they got past the point of when they're like, you need to give us $300 for this. They were at the, we're going to take you to court stage. I found all the supporting info from like Reddit and other people have written articles about how they fought back against people trying to get them for, you know, using an image six years ago or whatever. I put all that into ChatGPT. And then I also put the original letter that they sent me. And then I told it to give me ideas. And it said, well, since you've used it in parody, that's a good thing. There also might be a statute of limitations. And I was like, okay, well, let's use those and draft the letter for me. So I drafted a legal letter for me. And, you know, I talked with my business partner about it. And finally, we're like, well, let's just send it, right? Worst case, we'll get the lawyer to deal with it after, right? Wait. We sent it. They said they were going to send it to their attorney. Their attorney wrote us back and said, it does look like you used it as parody. So we're going to close this case. Nothing to say against my attorney, because I have attorney clients who helped us out with something like this before, which was great. Yeah. But, but in I this case, I got him more. to back off with a letter, right? Yeah. Without yeah. taking up my client's time when he could be using that to make more money from people who need it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So ChatGPT is the most confident bullshitter. So mm -hmm. when it gives you content back, you actually need to know whether or not it's right or wrong, it's opinion or not opinion, right? Like you have to kind of be able to yeah. put meaning to the words, but... If you are an expert in what you're doing and you are able to judge the content that it gives you back, whether it's accurate or not accurate, it's a fantastic tool to really speed up research and creation and writing sure. letters and emails and all that stuff. So you have a mastermind going on? We have a mastermind going on. Tell what we discovered is that people are overwhelmed with all the options and all the information out there. And usually before a AI, it took forever to find the avatar and the meaning and the pain points and what you need to get and put the funnels together and put up your marketing plan and all that stuff. But now that we have experts who are enhanced by AI, we can get this done in three days. And that's what we did in Austin. And that's what we're about to do in North Carolina. We're getting together. And in three days, we're opening our laptops. We're finishing the funnels. We're finishing your avatars. We're getting your offer. You're getting your brand pictures in a luxurious place. And you're getting a full month of marketing done, created in your voice for you. All in three days of work. While you're being pampered with, you know, a private chef and nice. pool and all that stuff. So we are working with people who already have an offer, already know, you know, already made money in their business, but are kind of stuck. They're like, oh, what is it that I need? That little edge, a little pivot to get me to the next level. If and they want to find out about that, how do they reach out to you? Thatmastermind.com. That, what mastermind? That mastermind. That mastermind. mastermind. That mastermind. That mastermind. That Did you use GPT to give you that? Actually, no. <laughs> if we would have, maybe we would have found a name for a mastermind because the mastermind, you know, jumps in people's mind as like, okay, I'm going to come and network. Right. And we're more like a hands-on workshop than networking. But yeah, maybe we should have asked it. Perfect. Well, hey, thanks for being on. And I'm sure we'll talk again soon. And yeah, get get learning that AI stuff, guys. Exactly. It's going to be so important. And I can't I can't stress it enough. As somebody who's gets early access to some of these things, you know, like we do, and I've seen behind the curtain, 
And man, if you think this stuff's good now, wait till you see what's coming down the pipe. I hope you enjoyed Digital Marketing Masters. Check out our back catalog of episodes for more than 200 interviews with top digital marketers, authors, and productivity experts. Stay tuned for the next episode where we talk about more AI tactics and applications you can start using right now, just like me.